that driving force of yeah wanting to be with her and wanting to create an online business so we could work from anywhere and spend time with yeah both our families was the driving force the reason and i think yeah if you're passionate enough if you've got a strong enough reason yeah you don't necessarily have to hustle to make it happen but you just work so much more smartly because it, of how important it is to you listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnielle J. Harmon. If you're ready for high-level conversations that position and prepare you to move your company, cash flow and connection to and beyond the million dollar mark, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by the Move to Millions Quick Start Guide. Wondering what it's going to take to make the move to millions? Learn more now by visiting movetomillionsguide.com. In today's episode, I sit down with Liam Austin. You guys, oh my goodness. It was such an amazing conversation. We talked about how his company got started and he started his company for love. And we ended our conversation talking about virtual events. And y'all know I love me a good event. So it was just such an amazing experience. Let me share a little bit more with you about Liam. Liam Awesome is the co-founder of Entrepreneurs Headquarter and a virtual event strategist, having launched over 15 virtual summits, dozens of quick workshops, and many more online events, hosting over 400 speakers while educating 100,000 plus business owners through his programs. Liam is also the creator of the Million Dollar Virtual Summit program where he partners with select clients to generate seven figures. I had such a blast talking to Liam. So if you have a desire to learn how to stop making mistakes when it comes to bringing people together virtually so that you can really maximize the experience that you're creating. You're going to love, love, love this conversation. My favorite part of the interview actually was really when Liam unpacked his story and why he does what he does and how he created a work from anywhere business to be able to make sure that him and his partner, Sarah, could stay together. He said, the driving force of love is what made them a success to be able to work from anywhere and spend time with family. I hope that you get all the feels when you hear Liam share your story, as well as all the strategies when we get to talking about virtual events. Grab your pen and paper and let's jump into my interview with Liam Austin. Liam Austin, I'm so excited to welcome you to the Move to Millions podcast. How are you today? I am awesome, Danielle. Really, it's, it's 8 a.m. here in sunny Sydney, Australia, and I'm actually spending time with mum at the moment. So uh, yeah, life's good. Awesome. He, you guys can't see Liam, but he's got this huge smile on his face. It just warms my heart, right? I'm so excited that you are here. So Liam, before we get started, just take a quick moment and tell everybody who you are in your own words. I'm a son. My mum and my father, obviously, who I'm close with, both live in Sydney, Australia, although my father's Scottish. So I've got a bit of a European background. My partner, Sarah, she's Swedish as well. So we live in Europe together in a little island off the coast of Italy called Malta. Really sunny there, very similar climate to Sydney, my hometown. So I love it there. Plenty of water. I love water activities. I love to surf. 
So I'm doing lots of that while I'm here in Sydney and Malta is known for, it's on the Mediterranean Sea, so the sea is very flat mm. there. So only when there's a, a storm rolling in do the, the waves appear. So normally it's not a nice sunny day when I'm surfing over in Malta, but I still do enjoy it. And then my partner Sarah is Swedish, so we spend a lot of time in Sweden as well, traveling between really Sweden and Australia, visiting our families. So we created an online business together uh, back in 2015 so we could spend times with our family because mm-hmm. that's really important for us. So that's how really the business started and how I began this journey was really out of, well, how can Sarah and I create a life together? And it was really for love that drove us to the success that we've had to date. I love all of that, Liam. Like, I just love that when I said, tell everybody who you are in your own words, the first thing you said and your face lit up like a Christmas tree was, I'm a son. I could tell, like, even before you started talking about you and Sarah and your own dreams to make sure that you could spend time with your family, that that was the most important thing to me, to you. And that lit me up. And then what you just said a moment ago, like, it was for love that we started this business. How could we create a life that allows us to love each other and spend time with our family while also making money. Okay, you're already a man after my own heart. Like, I love that. I could cry. I won't because we have to do this interview. But I could cry. That is so good. And I don't, and I think sometimes when we operate from a space of love and abundance, we don't even realize how that impacts other people. And so part of the reason I'm pulling on that is because I want our listeners to know that they don't have to hustle and grind to have a thriving, successful business that brings everything that they desire into their life experience, that they can choose love and love can be the impetus of everything that it is that they do and their business can follow suit. And I feel like that's what you said without ever saying that. And I just feel like that's so powerful. It is powerful. And it's the driving force for what success and what we've created to date. I mean, I'd been starting little businesses on the side of doing the nine to five for probably a decade, but without much success because I didn't have that that drive, that reason to really make it happen. I mean, the tipping point was when things actually started working and put together in a way that was what we wanted or what I wanted was when I had that reason, that reason to make make it work. It just had to work because otherwise you know, the love of my life was going to move back to Sweden and I'd never see her again. Like we'd both be working nine to five jobs in our respective hometowns. And that's not what I wanted. So that driving force of, yeah, wanting to be with her and wanting to create an online business so we could work from anywhere and spend time with, yeah, both our families was the driving force, the reason. And I think, yeah, if you're passionate enough, if you've got a strong enough reason, yeah, you don't necessarily have to hustle to make it happen, but you just work so much more smartly because of how important it is to you. Mm -hmm. I love that. This is what I heard as you were talking and something that I say often, when you know your why, your what has more impact. And so the driving force and your words were the love of my life was going to leave me or, you know, go and work a nine to five and we'd never see each other. We have to figure this out. We have to find a way to stay in love and to stay together and to do life together. And that really just warms my heart. Like, I feel like a a puddle of, of tears. Like, I could just cry at any moment, but I love it. I love it. And Sarah is such 
a blessed woman to be able to have you make a decision to do something that would impact both of your lives so deeply while also impacting the lives of so many others that you've done inside of your company and the things that you do and that ability to have that freedom and that flexibility to see the world, to see your family and all of that. I think for me, that's the stuff business dreams are made of, right? I think that's why we're all doing this, not to just sit behind a desk like we did when we used to have a job. If, you know, we used to have a job. I know I certainly spent 12 years in corporate America and I don't want to say I hated every minute of it, but it definitely got to the point where I had to ask myself, is there more to life than this? Which is a big part of the reason why I started my own company. I wanted to be a philanthropist and I wanted to to have that freedom and that flexibility and the way that I was working back then, Liam, there was no way I was going to get a man. <laughs> and today I get to do life with my amazing husband, Bernard, which makes such a difference. So I just, I celebrate that. And I'm so excited that you guys made a decision that works for you. And that decision is also changing the lives of other people. So I know through your company, there's a lot of different things that you do. When you guys first started with this desire to just, listen, let's stay together and let's work from anywhere. Like talk to, walk us through the journey of how your company came to be. Yeah, sure. So you guys have heard the why. And now it was like, okay, what, what is going to make this happen for us? And the what for us was doing a virtual event. And it was in the form of a conference, uh, commonly known as a virtual summit or online summit, where we gathered together. It was 35 experts for our first event in December 2015. And it was LinkedIn lead generation how do businesses prospect, generate leads and sales from the online platform LinkedIn? And we did this from our home in Sydney. The internet was pretty average at best, not like it is today. It certainly changed a lot in just a short number of years. And I suppose like you look at the world and video technology now has been adopted one, because we've got cameras on our mobile devices, like in our pockets every day. <laughs> and also just the internet has had to adapt to being able to store and transfer bigger, larger file sizes mm-hmm. and data. So that's great. Like It's become a lot easier now. But back in 2015, we were just working from home on our personal internet plan. And we were like, okay, we want to start a business. How are we going to do this? LinkedIn was a platform that I'd been using for a number of years, and uh, I, had a, I had a bit of a community on the platform that were interested in learning how to yeah, leverage the platform better. So the interesting thing was, it's like, well, how do we how do we get them this information when all the experts who were experts on prospecting on the platform LinkedIn, how do we get them all together? And so we thought, okay, yeah, why don't we run an online conference where we could bring all these experts from Europe, the Americas you know, Asia, all onto one stage in one room so they could share their expertise with our audience. And that came into the format of this virtual event. And when when I say virtual summit, it's specifically multi-day conference mm-hmm. that's held online. So in this case, we had 35 speakers uh, all speaking on the topic, one topic, giving their input and insight into their experience and results systems and processes that they use to prospect on LinkedIn. They were sharing those systems with our audience and people were able to get a free ticket to that event, which enabled us as a business to 
build our email list and generate leads. So we had 15,000 people attend that first event. And since then, we've run dozens of other events. But that first event, we had 15,000 people, 15,000 people on our email list. And we also created direct revenue from that event. So it was like instant revenue. Someone registered, they were able to upgrade from a free ticket to VIP pass or an all access pass to the event where they got access to the recordings as well as some bonuses and some like key insights and some private invitations to certain sessions as well. So we had 15,000 leads. We made instant revenue from the event itself, which now enables us to go on and sell our other courses, programs, and services to them. So that that's really how it all started with that first event. And since then, yeah, we've just repeated that same process by creating events on different topics, attracting audiences such as speakers, authors, coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs who want to learn how to generate leads and sales online. Yeah, that's so great. And what I love about that is so many things, because I know a lot of people are doing summits or, you know, online events, however we want to describe it, and they're not getting 15,000 people to sign up (laughs) and they're not making money (laughs) on the back end to have some immediate revenue that comes through it. So I know that there's some success clues in there. I personally love live events. I, whether we're talking live, live, virtual, live, hybrid, like I love all of them, right? I think prior to COVID-19, you know, a lot of events were happening physically, right? But then with COVID, we started pivoting and figuring out how we can do this beyond the free online summits, like the model that you just described. And I love it because it galvanizes people. You know, you get to bring people in and teach them something that they need, and then they can make a decision to take the next step. It's such a powerful way. Personally, it's how I became a million dollar CEO and a millionaires through hosting events. And so that's why I was so excited for us to have this conversation, because what I've realized today well, maybe not just today, but as we're talking about in this conversation is that you don't even have to do those big live events at venues with hotel rooms and food and beverage minimums to make an impact and to make substantial income. And I love that what you guys did in 2015 with spotty internet (laughs) has been rinsed and repeated over and over and over again. And now you're offering other people to be able to learn your system and your framework to be able to produce similar results. What would you say is, if you could give advice to someone who is thinking about doing a summit, what would you say would be your biggest piece of advice now that for the last six years, this has been the way that you've been running you know, or at least the starting point of how you've run your business and how you've perfected these online summits and are teaching other people. What advice would you give someone? Well, the, the biggest uh, insight for me, uh, real, realization really, is that if, yeah, if you can't be live in person sitting, you know, opposite seats at a table to them, the best next thing is to be on their screen sitting opposite them mm-hmm. right? and live talking virtually. That's the best way to build relationships to build authority, trust, and credibility with your prospects. So naturally, by just being the host of this LinkedIn success summit that we ran in 2015, I had people lining up for me wanting to get my consulting advice and services on LinkedIn. Yet, I was not the expert. I had invited these 30 experts who were all well, not all of them, but some of them were, you know, coaches, consultants helping uh, their clients prospect on LinkedIn. Yet, as the host, everyone on my email list 
was seeing me in 35 videos, getting to know, like, and trust me. They were getting my emails. They were seeing my name in their inbox on a regular basis. So I was constantly top of mind for them. So they were reaching out to me to hire me and wanting to pay me. And I didn't have any offerings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have any offerings. I wasn't offering any LinkedIn services, but the associated trust that was being built, as well as the credibility that was passed on from the experts speaking at the event, gave me that realization that this is a great platform for anyone who wants to be seen as the expert in their niche, who wants to build their authority with their audience. Because we all know once you've got that trust and credibility and the authority with our prospects, it's so much easier to enroll them into our programs, into our courses and services. Because that's that's the hard part, right? We, we don't have... And this is, this is interesting because we did it all for ourselves. And in, then in 2018, October, so three years after just running events, bringing together the experts, our audience was just saying, do you know what? Like, yeah, you're doing these events on lead generation and online sales, but it seems like this event model you've got going on is generating some significant leads and some good revenue as well. So can you teach us this model so we can implement it into our own businesses. And by that stage, we'd had over 100,000 people on our email list, some who had attended many of our events. So we'd maybe seen me on video hundreds of times. Like we've, I've interviewed over 400 speakers at our events. So they've got, got to know me really well right, over those years. And from that demand, we launched an online course teaching people how to run these events, virtual events that sell. So they're virtual summits, but it's also how to do 90-minute workshops. Because yeah, like you said, Danielle, is that if you're doing these in-person events and you're thinking, well, do I really want to move into the event space? Yes, I see the, the possibility to reach hundreds or thousands of people. But I, like, if I'm doing this in person, I have to you know, put down a big deposit to reserve a room in a, in a hotel or a conference hall. I have to hire catering staff to check people in. Like there's a big upfront cost when I'm not sure this thing is going to actually work. So why not test it online first where the costs are really low to get started? You don't have to pay for speakers to come and fly to your location, put them up in a hotel, pay for their transport, food, all those kind of associated costs. That's all eliminated when it comes online. So it's a really low barrier to entry uh, for businesses to start a virtual event, which is super encouraging for someone wanting to even start a business like I was in 2015, right? Mm -hmm. Reach 15,000 people, I would have had to hire a small stadium (laughs) to be able to fit everyone in person. Yeah, I agree. I think that too, like you know, I love live, live events. We do a three and a half day event every year. We didn't do one when COVID, we had to move it and make it hybrid. And then um, this year we made the decision not to just do an event, but back in 2022, we will be doing our live, live event. I love them. They're amazing. I love the the galvanization and coming together. And I love that you even said that this the next best way is through virtual. But we also started doing, because of COVID, we started doing virtual half day events. So five hour events where over the course of that five hours, you know, we have made as much as a half a million dollars in five hours, right? And so once I realized that, that I didn't even need to do a three-day event, it, it just became about, oh, but I really want to and not that I have to. And we made some modifications in our business model to still do our you know, our live, live event or three-day, but to add a couple of half-day events in there that are done virtually 
to be able to even, you know, continue to magnify our impact and our income, which is really, really powerful. I love that people get a choice, right? Like that they don't have to, to everything you said, the barrier to entry with virtual events is just so low. And whether you're just doing a 90 minute (laughs) event or, you know, a half day or a full day, all of them can be profitable, which I think is amazing for people who want it. And and as I stated earlier, the reason I love live events is because it's the fastest way to make a lot of money <laughs> with the right strategy, of course, right? Like you got to know what you're doing. You can't just galvanize people together and, and hope and pray that money comes out of it. There is a process that needs to be followed, but it is such a great way to be able to make that impact. So as you were going through this process and, and perfecting your events and, and now doing these events for people, right? So that became one of the offers that you made is that people can hire you to produce their virtual event experience. What have been some of the biggest mistakes that you've made or you've even potentially seen people make when it comes to these virtual events that could make the difference in their ability to be able to generate significant leads and revenue immediately as well as we're you know, additional revenue through selling their services. Yeah, sure. Oh, there's, there's so many to go through. <laughs> um, yeah, I've run like dozens of these summits and dozens of the 90-minute workshops. So they're two different ends of the spectrum there. And once I started realizing, okay, people want to learn from me. Uh, do I feel like I'm an expert? I spent three years bringing in the experts. Like, can I be the expert? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was definitely some self-doubt there and some mindset issues, but my audience was demanding that I teach them. So I thought, okay, well, I need to learn some more things here. Let's let's do some tests, some things that I, I'm not sure will work, but let's just try them out. And so through that process of, okay, I need, to, if I'm going to be teaching this, I want to make sure that I've made all the mistakes possible and I know all the possibilities of, and the return on investment of each hour spent on certain tasks and also technology when it comes to you know running these online events so i've done a lot of testing across the the different tech platforms as well as just like okay i want to sell membership off the back of one of these events i want to sell a subscription i want to sell my services my coaching my online courses my consulting offers like i want to people into phone calls i want to run a webinar i have tested all of all of these things and and definitely some work better than others now the mistake that i the biggest mistake that i made was right at the very beginning and i mentioned or i hinted at this uh, earlier on where the linkedin summit i'll just take that as an example but we've done email marketing funnels productivity and many other different topics sales conversion strategy business strategy but with the LinkedIn one, people saw me as the expert and they wanted to hire me and for, as a consultant. So mm-hmm. I didn't have a high ticket offer. I didn't have a coaching package. My highest priced offer at that point was the upgrade to the VIP <laughs> ticket, mm-hmm. right? which was, I think, 197 at its maximum cost. So mm-hmm. we lost a lot of potential in people who saw me as had a lot of trust in me. And certainly I knew the LinkedIn platform really well. And they saw that as I was speaking to the experts. And so they wanted to, people wanted to hire me and I didn't have an offering to maximize the potential through that. So in terms of creating one of these events for yourself, if you're looking to yeah, build a million dollar business, move from six figures to seven, make sure you are looking at your high ticket offer 
your high ticket offer is scalable, it's highly profitable, and it's selling. Like it's easy for, you've already got buyers for it. And typically when I'm working with clients, I want to make sure there's at least three paying customers for a high ticket offer before I design an event to generate authority and leads to sell into that high ticket offer. So biggest learning for me for three years, right? It took me three years to launch an online course. And that online course was just $2,000. Then it took me another year and a bit to launch my own coaching program, Mm -hmm. right? My high ticket offer, teaching people how to run these events, virtual events that sell their courses and programs essentially Mm -hmm. is what, what I do. And I missed out on three, four, five years of significant revenue, like multiple six figures at a minimum probably per year because I didn't have a high ticket offer. So biggest learning, like 100% stands out way in front of everything else is have a high ticket offer that you want to be selling and design the event, the journey, the experience of people from that event, attract people who are your ideal clients for your high ticket offer and give them the journey so that they, you know, the authority, the trust will be built, that credibility, and they want to work, continue working with you naturally. Even if you don't mean it, like I did with my very first LinkedIn (laughs) event, if you structure it well. I think that's such a great tip. And I just want to, again, just underscore it for our listeners, right? Before you say, oh yeah, I'm going to do a virtual event, make sure that you begin with the end in mind. That's one of my favorite Stephen Covey-isms. Have what your offer is going to look like and make sure that whatever you are creating in terms of the event is a nice segue into your next level offer. I think that's such a valuable lesson to have learned and to be able to now teach that in your course and then to your clients that are enrolling in your programs to know that they there are so many things they need to have in place before they look to do a virtual event. And that's, you know, essentially what we've done. We used to do a, you know, our three-day model and on day two, we pitch our programs like everyone does at the, the live event. And then we started doing these half-day events and as a result of that event, being able to go straight to offering our high-end program, just cutting out the middleman of all of the venue and the food and beverage minimum and, and all of that kind of stuff. But we certainly had to know where we were leading them in order to make sure that that event was going to make sense. And this would be the no-brainer next thing to do when they actually came to the event. That is so powerful. And we're going to make sure that we share in the show notes how everyone can get a hold of the, the you have a free opt-in for anyone who's interested in, in learning more about virtual events. So we'll make sure that we put that in the show notes as we round out our time together. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think when it comes to virtual events, it's if there's something that maybe scares you or you're unsure about speaking on stage, this is a great way to start. And I'd suggest, yes, starting with what I call a quick workshop win, where you're just doing a 90-minute workshop teaching one simple thing, something simple that you can teach someone if you met them on the street in a five or 10-minute conversation, and you could teach them that and they'd have the knowledge and walk away with it. So in that 90-minute workshop, you're essentially teaching that that 10-minute system, process, or way to get a certain result for them. And then you're helping them implement the rest of the time so that they walk away from that workshop, actually having implemented, workshopped, you know, their idea, their concept, their own system, implemented it into their into their business or into their life. And once you've given them a transformation, you've given them a result, it's probably a lot more 
you, you stand out, right, from the rest of the crowd, all the other people they've been listening to because they haven't been able to get a result from these other people. As soon as they see that you've been able to deliver a result for them, they're going to want to sign with you and work with you further to get more results. If I can get that result in just 90 minutes mm-hmm. working with Liam, like imagine what it's going to be like working with him for 90 days or nine months. Right. right? So, so I think it, it's super simple. Everyone already has something that they, they're knowledgeable about. They can teach in just 10 minutes. And typically when we're choosing what is that thing, it's like what's that aha moment, the best feedback that you get from or the biggest transformations you get when you're teaching your your system or your course or with your coaching clients. What is that big aha moment? Teach that 10-minute gift and see that transformation, that authority trust, and those conversations just naturally happen. It doesn't have to be salesy or anything like that. It's just a natural conversation about let's talk about what it might be like to work together to get even more results for you. And that's part of the gift that I'm sharing with everyone today is a bit of a checklist on exactly the steps to do that. So you can you know, get started in running one of these uh, virtual events and see and get actually new clients for yourself. Awesome. I'm so glad that you stopped by to share this amazing information. And I love your story. Thank you so much for sharing how you got started. And I'm just so excited for you and Sarah that, you know, you guys will be together and you'll continue to see the world and spend time with family. You have this amazing business that is impacting other lives and just totally living the dream that just warms my heart in the most amazing of ways. Before I let you go, I just always like to round out every interview that I do with a couple of questions. We don't often, this episode is different than what we typically do. We typically are talking mindset and that kind of thing, but we did actually get some actionable strategy for our listeners today. So I'm really excited about that. So this will just underscore that. But typically we aren't. So I like to make sure we round it out with a little bit of business since that's what this is supposed to be about that we're doing here. So the first question I'll always ask is, what is your favorite quote? What is the quote that always gets you, you know, re-inspired if you have a moment where you're doubting yourself? You talked a little bit when you were talking about the mistakes, about your own self-doubt because people were ready for you to be the expert and you weren't quite there yet. Is there a quote that always kind of gets you back in the game? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. I love it. Take action, people. That's basically what we're saying here. And then I also love books and like to create a list of books for our readers. So what's a book that you have read lately? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not a huge book reader. Well, at least not lately, unfortunately. In terms of what's really interesting, I've been learning a lot more about. I uh, listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. <laughs> so maybe I can mention something there. It's just what's happening in, in the vir- like virtual worlds, right? People have heard Facebook being rebranded as Meta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, there's Meta is like one version of the, the Metaverse and there's plenty of other Metaverses, like virtual worlds right. essentially out there. And it's just really fascinating to me that there's events being held in these virtual worlds, like real life musicians, some famous singer songwriters and musicians that are performing at these events, business events that are happening in these virtual worlds. So that's something that I've been super curious about. There hasn't been any books that I know about. Like I feel like, you know, a lot of the newest, latest information we find on 
you know, podcasts. So that's where I've been kind of listening and just spending a bit of time. Okay. That's fair enough. And the last question is just, what's your favorite tool when you think about what has helped to make your business easy and effortless? What's the tool that you swear by? Oh, this is a good one. It's going to be maybe a really simple answer. Email. So email is the tool. Like if you're building an online business, your biggest asset as an online business owner is your email list. It's not your following on Facebook or Twitter, right? Like it's your email list. You own the list of emails. You can send them an email whenever you want. You can change tools. We use Infusionsoft, renamed to Keep. That's a tool I've been using since 2015. I love it. We love it you. allows me to, yeah, I love like the CRM system, the email automation capabilities of it. So that would be the tool of choice for me is just email is number one. Awesome. There you have it, folks. You want to definitely make sure that we put in the show notes how you can connect with Liam and learn more about his quick workshop win to be able to help you to get on your own path to leveraging virtual events to make the impact that you want to make build your list with lots of leads, and then ultimately being able to enroll them in your program. So Liam, thank you so much for being here with us today. I so appreciate everything that you've shared and I'm really excited about all the work that you're up to. And I can't wait to hear what you do next. Yeah, Danielle. Well, I think, uh, you know, meeting you, I'm very happy to have met you and, you know, brought like just learning from people like you and having someone like you in, in my life allows me to just expand my my own knowledge, but also the impact that I can have in the world. So I think doing what you're doing and everyone that's listening, you know, creating community and audience, making an impact on the world, you run into some amazing people on this journey. So 100%, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So just get started and do it. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, folks. We'll see you next time. Take care. I told you it was going to be good, right? It was such a good conversation. And you guys know it's definitely a treat around here when we have an expert that comes in and gives us some practical business growth strategy. Like we spend the majority of our time working on your mindset and the way you look at money and wealth and abundance and alignment. And so to be able to have Liam here for me was such a treat. And if you enjoyed our conversation and you want to be able to connect directly with Liam, you want to make sure you check out the show notes for a link to his website and also to grab his free gift at quickworkshopwin.com to be able to make sure that you're able to do that. Also, I am so excited. You guys know I love events, live events, virtual events, hybrid events. We launched our course, Leverage and Scale Enrollment Events, and it has been amazing how it's helping people make more in three days or less than most people make in a year. Really excited about all that Liam is doing and how he has just really paved the way of being able to have massive success with very short online events, low overhead and teaching you all of that. So I definitely want you to make sure that you get your hands on his free gift for you. And if you are ready to make the move to millions in your own business, then you better go grab our quick start guide. You can grab yours today at movetomillionsguide.com. You guys know I so love hanging out with you and asking our interview our guests, the questions that you need to have answers to so that you can make the move to millions. It's all about normalizing millions around here because if you didn't come for millions, millions ought to come from you. I'll see you guys next time. Take care. 
Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. The way I see it, you deserve a business that generates millions. If you're ready to get started, grab our Move to Millions quick start guide and join our online community at movetomillionsgroup.com. If you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright. And to access them, all you have to do is move. I'll see you next time. Take care.